Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is The Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. A man who's gone through hell, but he's kept going and he's smart and he's strong and people love him. Not everybody, but people love him and respect him. Roger Stone. Now, here's Roger Stone. Welcome back. This is the Roger Stone Show, and you're here at 77 WABC. I really strongly urge you to go to the 77 WABC radio app and download the program uh, to uh, make sure that you don't miss any of the amazing programming here at 77 WABC. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Larry Kudlow on Saturdays, the man who turbocharged the American economy where he implemented the tax cuts and regulatory cuts under President Donald Trump. Or the queen of gossip, Cindy Adams, my good friend Dominic Carter, who I heard clashed with Congressman Anthony Weiner yesterday on Anthony Weiner's program uh, in the middle, uh, an epic confrontation. You don't want to miss any of that, folks, so please go to 77WABC's app. Uh, you can find it on the App Store and download it to your phone. I also want to point out that you can listen to us uh, at, at WABCRadio.com, where we are downloading, uh, I should say, uh, live streaming in 73 countries around the world. So you don't have to miss any of what we are doing here uh, at the Roger Stone Show or any of this great programming. We are waiting for uh, Garrett Ziegler uh, of the Marco Polo organization. Uh, and uh, some of you may have seen recently uh, that the FBI uh, whistleblower was indicted for lying uh, about uh, the Burisma Energy Company uh, and uh, their interaction with the Biden family. That has led some people to believe that the case against Hunter Biden is falling apart, but Garrett Ziegler of the Marco Polo nonprofit organization does not think that is the case, and he joins us now. I appreciate it, Roger. Thanks for having me on. A lot to talk about. Uh, Garrett, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, you are uh, a former White House aide to uh, President Donald Trump. You're also the hardest working man I know, and you and a very small uh, and probably undercompensated staff have done an amazing job of digitizing and making available all of Hunter Biden's laptop material. Now, since uh, I have myself uh, received uh, uh, a subpoena from Hunter Biden's lawyers, which is an absurdity because 
All I know about Hunter Biden's laptops or what I read in the New York Post or read in Breitbart News or what I later read uh, at your website, which is MarcoPoloUSA.org. And I got a threatening letter telling me that I can't talk about this anymore, which uh, (laughs) I I, I ignored. Uh, Many people, particularly Dan Goldman, the congressman from Manhattan, are trying to say, Uh, that this action by David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in in Delaware, who's now a special counsel investigating uh, Hunter Biden, uh, means that the case against Hunter is falling apart. Uh, Why don't we start here, uh, Garrett? Why don't you give us a brief background on Mr. Weiss and his handling of this case from the beginning and take us to where we are today? Yes, so... uh, I think that we'll start with the, um, the 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 very first fact, which is that Hunter Biden served on the board of a Cypriot domiciled Ukrainian-based energy company, Burisma. A lot of people know that. Well, what this FBI confidential human source told to his handler, based out of the Seattle field office, is that he spoke with folks connected to Burisma that they paid Joe and Hunter a $5 million bribe uh, to each of them. And so what Weiss, who, like you said, is now the special counsel, along with Derek Hines and Leo Weiss, they have indicted this confidential human source, a rat, if you want to use that term, um, for statements that he made to feds during uh, normal routine conversations and again the background is this man has been paid for sure we know this for a fact since 2010 and he's been paid uh the exact dollar amount has not been put in court documents but it's hundreds of thousands of dollars and so this is a very atypical indictment everybody needs to realize that that uh they that very rarely do they indict chs's and even more and even more rarely do they put all of the information about the confidential human source in the indictments and so they indicted him in the same district that they indicted hunter the central district of california and over the past 10 days like you said uh, dan goldman and jamie raskin have been on the airwaves saying that this throws cold water on the entire debacle on the entire uh biden shakedown and the fact of the matter is is that is simply not the case the case against Smirnoff, the CHS, is about his statements to feds. It says nothing about the underlying action of Joe withholding a billion dollars in taxpayer loan guarantees via the IMF to Burisma for the firing of Victor Shokin. So there's really a couple of chains in the allegations. It doesn't get back to the actual conduct at hand, which is – During the fall of 2015, there was an interagency memo that basically signed off on Shokin's performance, that he was doing a good job cleaning up to the best degree that he could in Ukraine, the prosecutor general's office. And then randomly and seemingly out of the blue in late November, Joey reverses the U.S. government's position, even though we have paper again saying that the interagency concurred with it. And then we have uh, audio messages that were – calls basically released between Poroshenko and Joey and Poroshenko and John Kerry uh, 
showing how they condition that $1 billion. So again, this indictment doesn't go to that underlying conduct. What it says the confidential human source lied about, and again, it's an allegation, and they can indict a paper bag, is that he wasn't where he said he was when he when he said he was to the to the handler, right? So he said he was at Vienna at a certain time, and that's where he spoke with Lachevsky, the CEO of the of the company or the the owner of the company. Really, he wasn't the CEO, but he was the top dog. He was the mini gark, as they called him. Uh, that he wasn't in Vienna at that time when he when he when he recounted that conversation with Lachevsky, and then he wasn't at another place. Um, and so what this what this gets at. Is a it's basically a, a match made in heaven for Dan Colton because he's a sophist. He's able to convince the public that the underlying uh, allegations are untrue when in fact it's a dub uh, it's a one double oh one and a fifteen seventeen violation that they're getting him on. You know about eighteen USC one zero zero one because it's what they got Mike Flynn on, which is basically. They get you in a room without an attorney, and they say that you lied to them, and um, it's ridiculous. And so there's those two counts. It's just a two-count indictment. And I know for those listening that that was a that was a long background, but this is a rushing river of a saga. And if you're going to be jumping in midstream, it goes uh, to the heart of the matter, which is did Joe change U.S. policy to get rid of Victor Shokin? And you know what's convenient. I don't think this is brought up very much, Roger. What's convenient is that Joey always has plausible deniability uh, because he can say that he wanted Shokin gone for a, for a myriad of reasons, even though uh, he can say that it was the U.S. government's position, which we know, again, was not, was not the case at the time he reversed it. it. It doesn't have to be the case that he exclusively fired him for, uh, for Burisma's benefit. We know that he did because he said it on tape, and we have the emails, the internal email traffic from Vadim Pizarski to Hunter Biden asking him to weigh in with his father on this. But there's always some plausible deniability baked in. And again, this is going to be fascinating to see uh, what they do to Smirnoff. I, I've never been more disappointed um, in a U.S. magistrate judge than I was this week. The magistrate judge in, in the District of Nevada basically stood down and let the district court judge re-arrest Smirnoff. So Smirnoff gets gets arrested at the Harry Reid International Airport. It kills me to even say that that's the airport's name. But the, the big airport in Vegas uh, last week, I think it was on February 13th, when Smirnoff flew in, he gets arrested. He has a detention hearing in the District of Nevada uh, he hires some, you know, high-powered attorneys. He gets released, and then Roger, 15 hours later, when he's at his attorney's office, he gets rearrested. So there's there's multiple storylines here in that David Weiss, his special counsel, really doesn't want this guy out on the street for some reason. And you know, I think they got the tiger by the tail now. This trial, if it goes to that, will be absolutely fascinating. Because Smirnoff will be able to, to, and his attorneys will be able to go into well, exactly what did Zolchevsky say and try to prove his innocence. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Mr. Weiss, before he was the special counsel, but when he was charged uh, with investigating Hunter Biden in his role as the U.S. attorney, a number of the 
more onerous potential charges uh, against Hunter Biden lapse under the statute of limitations, no? That is exactly right. I look at it as basically if you're if you're on a grading scale, A, B, and C, what Hunter is being charged with in the Central District are really the B-grade crimes, the tax crimes. What David Weiss, who is singularly responsible for this, it's an entire fiasco, but ultimately – um, he could have made it happen if he wanted to, if he, if he stood, if he actually cared about the equal application of the law, um, and not just maintaining the Delaware way. What they would have indicted Hunter on is far violations and money laundering to the tune of multiple millions of dollars. So the gun charge. So they're, they're, the special counsel has has filed charges on, on in two different venues against Hunter for those at home. The gun charge in the District of Delaware are what the guys in my group call C-grade charges. We think they're stupid. In fact, um, it's not that I agree with Abby Lowell, but I agree with the Second Amendment in that Hunter may actually have a defense there because a circuit court opinion said that that statute is unconstitutional. So David is basically, David and, and, and Leo Weiss and Derek Hines, we call them the limited hangout artist. They are charging Hunter for the dumbest stuff. We lay out in our report, which anybody can can go read for free at bidenreport.com 459 violations of state and federal laws and regs and they're charging hunter for the c and b grade crimes these are these are things that make uh make hunter look like just a normal normal swamp captain when in fact he was much bigger than that because of who his daddy is right the story is not that there's never been a son uh, a black sheep son of a politician before that story is as old as washington dc what makes it so fascinating is the guy was the son of the sitting vp and he left his laptop and so we have all these first degree communications proving proving their complicity and you mentioned uh the subpoena they 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 served you roger this ridiculous overbroad subpoena that they also issued to me in the delaware court case um they won't accept the reality that he just forgot to pick up his laptop. Kevin Morris and all these other characters are trying to spin you and Keith Avlo and Tyler Nixon into this total fiction. It's, they, they said that, you know, that somehow Keith Avlo made a clone of Hunter's laptop. That laptop that Hunter left there was picked up by the DEA. Keith Avlo didn't touch it for a second. Um, and we know that for a fact because uh, Keith Ablo spoke to one of my friends, Brad Brickenfeld. And so, you know, th- this entire thing is a result of Hunter not being able to accept reality. If he were if he were to just buck up and be a man and say, guess what, I messed up, forgive me, um, the country would treat him much differently. But it's this digging in of the heels, aided and abetted by Kevin Morris and all of his cash, that is – you know, prohibiting us from moving forward. But I'm very displeased uh, with the special counsel's office. They're charging the wrong stuff. The tax stuff is important, but the, really the meat of the crimes are the money laundering. It's like trying to get Al Capone. Yeah, they got Al Capone with taxes, but, you know, it's really a failure of the feds not to get them on the meaty stuff. Yeah, one of the false narratives that gets repeated in social media and elsewhere over and over again is that 
uh, Hunter Biden was treated uh, worse than Roger and Nidia Stone because uh, we uh, evaded $2.3 million in taxes. Let me be very clear. He failed to report almost $10 million in income, never reported it. My wife and I have reported every single penny of our income and have accurately reported every single of our rather meager assets. Uh, there was never any finding that we hid or improperly reported anything. Now, we cannot pay. Unlike uh, Hunter Biden, I don't have some Hollywood sugar daddy to waltz in and pay my enormous tax bills, so I struggle to pay them on a monthly basis. And Sadly, I'll be paying them for the rest of my life. But apples and oranges, we evaded not a penny, and our tax filings are entirely accurate. Uh, but that doesn't stop mm -hmm. people from smearing you every day. Uh, Garrett, tell us yeah. about uh, the Marco Polo organization, uh, what you have done, and where can people get the fruits of your research? Yes, thank you. And I'll just add one quick thing about that, about that apples and oranges comparison. You know, they have, because of his laptop and other things, real quick, Roger, he took so many willful acts. There are so many examples of Hunter paying for hookers, blow, and other things when he knew he had outstanding tax liabilities. So, again, it's apples and oranges. Part of that research, the reason why I can say that so confidently and Hunter will never sue me for defamation, is because, like you said, our Marco Polo group, which is basically private investigators, an attorney, a forensic accountant, we are taking the tools of private investigative work and applying them to opposition research. That's what, that's what we do. We do opposition research. We're not a private firm. We're a nonprofit C3. And our big project, the thing that we spent over two years on, is writing this comprehensive dossier, about the laptop. And the reason why they have a particular hatred for me is because, like you said, we put all the emails online for free, and any reporter in the world, or any person in the world for that matter, can go look through those and download them themselves. So if anybody listening to this wants to go and look at all the emails, all 128,000 of them that concern the American First family and their degenerate criminal son, you can go to bidenlaptopemails.com or if you want to look at all the photos, get this. We just ran some stats on our site, and the, the email site, Biden Laptop Email, still gets about 2,500 unique visitors per day. Again, if you do the math, that's you know several hundred per hour. Our photo site, bidenlaptopmedia.com, is getting 15,000 unique visitors per day still, and it was released last June. So if you want to look at all the photos, and the photos have all the metadata attached to them. So again, Denver Riggleman, who's a failed congressman, uh, never Trumper, Trump derangement syndrome loon down in Virginia, he said that none of it has a chain of custody. It's not verifiable. If you want to prove Denver Riggleman wrong, go to BidenLaptopMedia.com, download all of the metadata, and say, Denver, in America, it's on the person making the allegation to provide evidence. So where is your evidence of falsification? What has All we did was take the data from his abandoned device and put it online and redacted the genitalia. There is considerable genitalia, not only of Hunter Biden, but Bo Biden's widow. Again, I want everybody at home to realize the president of the United States approved and publicly supported an affair between his son and the widow 
of his dead son. Get that through. Everybody needs to understand that, that in March of 2017, Joey gave an approving quote to Vanity Fair and the New York Post when it came out that Hunter was banging his brother's widow. That is what decency means to the Bidens. So Folks, Jill if said that we're restoring decency. Uh, folks, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Garrett Ziegler of the Marco Polo Organization, and we'll be right back with more from Garrett Ziegler. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Richard Nixon. Well, I'm not a crook. Ronald Reagan. Tear down this wall. George W. Bush. I can hear you. The rest of the world hears you. And Donald Trump. And a friend of mine for a long time, he uh, only likes politics. If you ask him about how are the Yankees doing, he has no interest. If you ask him almost anything, he likes politics and he's a professional at the highest level. Roger Stone. All of these presidents relied on one man to secure their seat in the Oval Office. That man is Roger Stone. This is The Roger Stone Show on 77 WABC. Welcome back. This is The Roger Stone Show. We're visiting with Garrett Ziegler of the Marco Polo Nonprofit Organization. You can find them at marcopolousa.org, where you can uh, either download the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, or you can order a bound version. Uh, that's what I've done. I've given it to a number of my friends. It is both shocking and compelling. Uh, Garrett and his team have meticulously footnoted the uh, the the laptop contents so that you can understand who the various players are and what they have done. As he points out, the X-rated sections have been blurred, so you have to worry about having this around the house where kids might see it. Uh, Garrett, how would you rate the House uh, Oversight Committee, the House Committees charged with investigating the Biden crime family? Well, I must preface this with my parents and the people in my life have always called me an 80 an 80-year-old curmudgeon in a 30-year-old body. So, I'm a pretty tough grader. I would say 4 out of 10 uh for the oversight committee. They've definitely done more than Republicans have in the past, more than the Benghazi debacle where uh, again, I'm not really a fan of Trey Gowdy where it was just uh basically in my opinion a swing and a whiff. Uh, so I think it's a four out of ten. I think that the uh, testimony – remember, this is a great time to be talking, Roger, because Hunter is going to be coming into the Congress on Wednesday. His testimony is on Wednesday. I'll be there in Washington, uh, not in the room, but I'll be doing some interviews during that. We'll see how that plays out. They had Uncle Jimmy, the mobster, who even dressed like one last Wednesday. We've talked about Jimmy before on your program. So I think that it's a four out of ten right now, but again, the test is not over. The test is whether they're going to be uh, getting to people closer to Joe. 
Rob Walker. These folks are, are, are uh, you know, essential to the Biden grift. But folks like Mel Monzak, for example, Joe's law partner going back to 1969, he's been his power of attorney since 1986. Monzak knows where the figurative bodies are buried. And, of course, Hunter does. So I think this is going to be a critical month. We'll see how articulate the the GOP is responding to the professional sophists like Goldman and Raskin. I'm glad you brought up Goldman. He's a particular thorn in our side, not because he's all that effective, but because he has no shame. He and Weissman go on, and they are they are literally the spawn of Satan with regard to the Bidens. Almost everything they say is a lie. Every single line, meaning they think like like we talked about at the, at the top, the Republicans and I'm, and I'm trying to get back to your question. The Republicans have to be very clear. This indictment of Smirnoff is about what he told feds. It is not about the underlying uh, reality of of Joey withholding the aid on the condition that Shokin is getting fired is is getting fired. That's not what this indictment is about. And so if the Republicans are smart enough and, and, and have enough articulatable abilities to be able to do that, they'll be, it, it'll be fine. But if they let that DHS informant, a 1001 indictment, throw cold water on this – we have years of evidence, years, not just for Ukraine, but remember – this allegation of Smirnoff, I want everybody to, to, to remember, it doesn't touch on Romania. Remember, Joey was talking about restoring uh, you know, non-corrupt actors in Romania. At the very same time, his son was getting paid a million dollars by a real estate tycoon named Gabriel Popovicu over there trying to overturn his bribery case. And Louis Free, who Hunter called a close friend who wanted to go into business with Joey after his VP term, was their main partner. So this thing with Smirnoff doesn't touch on any other countries but the Ukraine, where there's like there's a cornucopia of sin and a cornucopia of money laundering. And it's not just with Ukraine. It's with Kazakhstan, Romania, China. Uh, Kevin Morris, like you said, the Hollywood sugar daddy. Kevin Morris now owns the 10% share of the Chinese... Uh, equity fund that Hunter Biden had. So this whole idea of divesting, Hunter just gave it to a sugar brother. He didn't even sell it. All he did was give. All Morris did was uh, assume the debt. So now Morris has a 10% stake of BHR, which, according to a liberal economist at the University of Chicago, is valued anywhere between six to twenty million dollars. Roger, and that was in 2019 money. So depending on what their balance sheet looks like right now, uh, Kevin Morris could own a $10 million asset, and that alone could pay for all the liquid cash that – and I should disclose to your audience that Kevin Morris has sued us and lost in court over doxing because we, figure it, because we figured out his, his plane's tail number, and we figured out that Kevin Morris paid for Hunter Biden to fly on a private jet to a, to a child support hearing to reduce his payments. So, again, everybody in America should know that Joe wants his son to reduce child support payments and then took a private jet to that hearing. It is stuff that even Tom Wolf couldn't even muster up in his best novel writing days. It's absolute, absolute scum.
All right, unfortunately, we are out of time. Let me thank my guest, Garrett Ziegler. You can go to MarcoPoloUSA.org to order your very own copy of Hunter Biden's laptop or to download the fruits of his research right there. Garrett, thank you so much for joining us on The Roger Stone Show. Thank you very much for giving me the venue. Godspeed.